Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. Alongside is my friend and producer of this podcast, Lisa Goitsch. Lisa, how are you? I am fine, Mitch Album. How are you? Good. Uh, we are doing this podcast uh, because we are both inspired by the words of Maury Schwartz, which became the book that I wrote Tuesdays with Maury, which is something that still resonates more than two decades after it actually came out. The lessons I learned alongside my old professor while he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease actually get stronger, I find, as the days pass. And many people have read that book now around the world and have asked me to talk about it and to speak about some of the things that I've learned, particularly as the years have passed. And today we're going to talk about something that's very timely and definitely you learn more about as you get older, and that is independence slash Dependence. Hmm. Seeing as 4th of July is coming up, and that is Independence Day, and we celebrate our independence from the British. And of course, independence in America is something that really kind of characterizes us as Americans. Probably, well, I mean, maybe even more so than any country I can think of in the world. We are proud to be independent. We are not part of the European Union. We are not part of, uh, we don't identify ourselves by the continent that we're on. Uh, we, we have always been a proud, independent country and a people that are proud and independent themselves, right? So we take great yep. pride in being able to create things on our own, to be entrepreneurial, to not have to need anybody. You know, that's something like, I just want to be in a situation where I don't need anybody, you know, where I don't need to depend on anybody else, where I can just take care of myself. How many of us have said that as a goal? And, and we admire that as a goal of our lives, right? So let's walk mm -hmm. through the shifts from dependence to independence to dependence again, which was something that Maury talked to me about quite a bit. Uh, listen, to his, uh, listen to his take on this when he discovered that he had Lou Gehrig's disease and he was going to have to uh, depend on other people to help him walk, to help him eat, to help him take care of himself, go to the bathroom, things like that. Things that you might and I might say, oh, that's just horrifying. But listen to what he had to say about it. As soon as I started to become a little more dependent, like having to be lifted into the car mm -hmm. or having to be dressed, I said to myself, what I want to do is enjoy my dependency as long as I have to 
be dependent mm -hmm. rather than fighting it, mm -hmm. which I ordinarily would have, because I was so independent. Right. I would enjoy it. Right. And I do. So what Maury was saying there runs contrary to the way most of us live our lives, right? Most of us want to be independent for as long as possible. In our mm -hmm. heart of hearts, if we're going to die, we want to die independent, not having to be in a hospital, not having to rely on anybody else. We just want to sort of mm -hmm. take care of ourselves until the very last second that we can't and just say, I did my best. I did my independent best. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, it doesn't always work out that way, it, but yeah. <laughs> it rarely works out that way. In fact, the only people to whom that works out generally are people who are taken way too soon, who are taken yes. suddenly who are taken in a yes. car crash or taken in a plane crash or taken in a, a, a sudden quick development. But most of us, if we get to live a long life, are going to have to face dependency down the pike. So let's, again, as I say, let's trace it in our lives. When we're born, what's the first thing that an infant needs? Needs to be held and comforted, Right. The very, yes. very first thing, a baby comes out of the womb, baby starts crying. What gets the baby to stop crying, gives it some sense of security? Another person, right? Yes, comfort. The, exactly. The mother holds the baby to her body. Baby feeds from the mother. Ah, I have found Happiness. I have found sense of security, and it relies on what? Another person. Yes. This is the reason why, as the babies start to age, if the mother leaves the room, baby starts to cry. Right. Mm -hmm. That is, in its in its own way, the most dependent thing you can be. Right. I can't even be yeah. here without my mother in the room. Now we don't remember when we were like this, but we all ah. begin this way. You, well, you do remember? <laughs> I was like that for a really long time. Okay. So you were, <laughs> probably, so you were 24. Probably, well, probably until my mom died <laughs> okay. when I was 49. Oh, wow. God. Okay. I was, very, I was very dependent on my mom. All right. You know. Well, then you were able to recognize this more than others. But this yes. innate sense of dependency, this not even realizing, not saying to ourselves, okay, I need this person, whatever, it's just innate it's it's we mm -hmm. don't we get scared as infants where, where did that person go who's taking care of me they're not here i'm going to cry and maybe they'll appear yeah. and i keep crying until they come back and they appear right that is innate that is dependence all right now as we start to get older as kids what do our parents begin to emphasize that we do do things on our own Right? You remember, perhaps, mm -hmm. if you have a very good memory back to your childhood, the first time you used the toilet by yourself and the, mm -hmm. and the parents start clapping and <laughs> you don't realize until you become a parent why that is such a big moment. Thank God he knows how to do use the toilet. Uh, but that is a dependency, okay? No more diapers, yeah. no more someone wiping your rear end. Take care of you. Go to the toilet by yourself. Dependency. Walking. All right. Yeah. Normally, we have to hold on, you know, the little fingers squeeze against the big fingers as the baby walks. And then at some moment, at some magical, magnificent moment, we release the hand of the child and the child doesn't fall over. The child is walking. There is a sense. Have you ever seen a, a, an infant in its first steps 
the face of that infant. It is ah, as if yes. you just fed it chocolate and ice cream <laughs> and, 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 and caramel all at the same time. This sense of wonder, like, whoa! Wow, look at me. Look, I'm doing this by myself! <laughs> it's not crying. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this yeah. by myself. So much to the point that that same baby who just two years earlier, a year earlier, was crying whenever the parent left the room, now swats away the parent's hand when the parent tries yeah. to help it, right? Wants to be on its own. And then the yeah. child starts running. What happens with kids once they can walk? They start running. And they run exactly the opposite of where you tell them, right? Come back here, uh-huh. Billy. Come back here, Jimmy. Jimmy and Billy run run the opposite direction, right? What is oh, boy, that? that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. It's a sense of independence. I can do this by myself. That, too, <laughs> is innate. Yeah, that's funny. I was just with a bunch of kids this past week at my dad's funeral, and it's there's a, I have a four-year-old great-nephew. All he wanted to do was get his own water out of the water machine, you know, mm-hmm. like the arrowhead machine or whatever, and my brother wouldn't let him touch it because one of the sides was hot and one of the sides was cold. And I said, well, he knows where the blue one is. He knows how to get the blue. Let him get his own water, right? Mm-hmm. And my brother, he can't touch that. He can't touch that. So when my brother left the room, I said, go on, Ryan, go get some blue. Go, go touch the blue. You can get your own water. He, you thought I would have just given him a million dollars. He was so excited that he could get his own water in his cup. Right. And <laughs> nobody Be- was watching him. Right. Because, <laughs> because we, we like our independence we like yeah. to uh, take care of ourselves, and yeah. we like to do things on our own. And it is built into us. It is built yes. into us. Built into us. So, yes. all right, that goes on for some time. And, of course, now let's move ahead into teenage years. Now it's really, really important that we be independent, right? Dad, don't drop me by the school door. Just let me get out here and I'll walk the rest of the way. (laughs) Mom, don't kiss me in front of my friends here. They're all watching. You know, I want to be on my own. We want to be with our friends instead of our parents, right? It's not, Mm -hmm. we're not really being dependent, if you think about it, because we just want to be with our friends and we're dependent on them as much as we used to be dependent on our parents, right? But, uh, okay. So teenage years, it's all about independence. And that's when you find yourself. And that's when you start experimenting. And that's when you start doing things that, you know, maybe even aren't so great, get you in trouble. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when you start feeling your oats, so to speak. And driving. Oh, my gosh. That's the greatest sense of independence. That's a form of independence. Driving. Uh, Thank you for bringing that up. Driving. Huge form of independence. Point then, A to point B, no mom or dad. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, that's why the difference between a permit and a license is so great. You know, permit, mm-hmm. it means you're still dependent on somebody else to be in the car. License means you go by yourself. All right. Now you get out of school and now you go to college. Let's say that's a form of independence. Living on your own for the first time, uh, having to take care of your own meals, your own laundry, your own schedule. Uh, when you go to bed, when you don't go to bed, uh, you know, what you do, responsibility, nobody to tell you to do your homework, all that. That's a form of independence. 
Uh, or if you don't go to college and you just you know come out and you start working, okay, and you get your first apartment, and you pay your first taxes, and uh, you 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 understand the employer-employee relationship for the first time, and you have to learn about things eventually like rent and like mortgages and like tax Ugh. returns, all those things, and independence, right? And then eventually we're in our 20s, into our 30s, and now independence is taken for granted. Independence mm-hmm. is taken for granted. If you are financially independent, you are truly independent in the way that you're not relying on your parents anymore. If you are uh, emotionally independent, that means you can be on your own. You don't necessarily have to have a partner or a family or whatever. You're living by yourself. That's emotionally independent. Um, mm-hmm. Work-wise, you could be independent. You could be. Uh, you could do what I do. You know, write books for a living and 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 kind of sit by yourself. It's not really dependent on other people to do things. Or you could start your own business. You've got a shop. You're independent. You know, in that way, you're. It's, it's all on you. All different depths of independence that that dominate our adult years. And we get married, and we find partners, and to a degree, we depend on them. The best marriages seem to be the ones where you can be dependent and independent at the same time, that uh, you don't mind if your spouse <clears throat> is away for a night or, or has to go out of town. You don't fall apart. What am I going to do? Uh, you're okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the same token, you would rather be together. So that's a dependence, independence. And then pretty soon, if you bring children into the world, you find that the equation has flipped. And now people are dependent on you. Mm-hmm. People are dependent on you for the very things that you were once dependent upon. That, that the food, the security, the holding of the hands before the first steps are taken, the driving to school, the putting to bed at night, the helping when a child gets sick and being there to comfort. You are the party upon which someone else depends. And what does that do? That just makes you feel like you need to be more independent because you can't be dependent on other people when other people are dependent on you. This is the equation that we fight all the time. Now, this will take you through decades of your life. It's where I happen to find myself now on, on the particular timeline, that I have many people now who are dependent on me. I operate an orphanage, a lot of you know, down in Haiti. There's 53 kids just there before we talk about the 40 people that we employ there who are dependent on me. If I am not there or stop going there or stop contributing money or stop raising money, their lives will be inexorably changed. In many cases, they won't be able to afford the basics of life, you know, food or shelter. So that's a dependency, and I find that I am sort of driven by the fact that there are people who are dependent on me, so therefore I cannot be dependent on anybody else. I have got to be strong, I have got to be independent, and I have got to, you know, fit for myself and take care of things myself. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, I'm in my early 60s. I know, because of the time that I spent with Maury, that there is a point where I am not going to be so independent anymore Mm -hmm. it starts with health little things your back starts to bother you you know what i can't run the way i used to i can't play basketball the way i used to Mm -hmm. my back is making me dependent on my health and protecting my health and so i can't just go anywhere i want or or do anything i want you know uh um Body-wise, you know, motion-wise, we find that, you know, we start taking precautions. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself, you know. I'll throw my back out. I don't want to do that. And so you start to slow down. Perhaps you develop a condition where you need medication all the time. You need to be dependent on that medication in order for you to function the way you used to function without the medication. You have kidney issues. You need to go for dialysis. You can't just take off any which way. You've got to have your dialysis appointments, even though in between dialysis, you can lead a normal life, but you've got to go and go do those things, right? We start to become dependent on mechanisms and people to help keep us physically going. Now, in Maury's case, when he developed ALS, that dependence became a whole different ball game for him Mm -hmm. now he was dependent on everything everything he needed someone to wipe his rear end he needed someone to feed him he needed someone to carry him eventually from place to place now he could have very easily very easily said, this is disgusting, I don't want this, stay away from me, go away from me, don't do this, fight, 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 fight. He didn't. Particularly when it came to the wiping of his rear end. Listen to this little uh, segment here, where I asked him uh, if it took a certain amount of courage for him to ask his therapist for the first time, will you do this for me? Will you wipe my behind? This is what he said. 
I just asked it because I had to. And then it doesn't bother me. Right. But the dependency I enjoy is when they turn me over on my side and sort of put cream on my behind right. so I don't get sores. Right. Or when they uh, so wipe my brow, you know, or uh, massage my legs right. and do these little things for me to make me more comfortable, massage my back and uh, feed me, even the feeding can be enjoyable. Uh The thing that's not so enjoyable is the pace. Sometimes I go too fast, sometimes too slow. Uh Or sometimes when they pick me up, they sometimes hurt me a lot. Is there a familiarity to the feeding and the wiping and the rubbing the cross as a child? You did that even though it was 78 years ago. Yeah, it is a lot. You still feel that, I don't know, you know, that, like you say, like a little kid, you know. It never goes away. Yeah. Especially if you didn't have enough of it, huh. which I didn't. Uh-huh. When I was a sick mother, yeah. I, you know, I lost that. So there's been that yearning. So it fits in very nicely. So what Maury discovered was, instead of fighting this dependency that came on at the end of his life, he actually began to embrace it. As you heard him say, I never got enough of it when I was a kid. So I'm reveling in it now. I'm getting to be, he would say to me, a kid again. I'm getting to be pampered and massaged and carried and and. Either I'm just going to be angry and say, I'm a grown man. How can I, you can't carry me around. This is disgusting. It's not worth, life isn't worth living. I'm, I'm, I'm back to being a child. Or you could recognize the circular nature of our lives. That this long train that I've been describing from total dependence to gradual independence to insisted upon independence to prideful independence, and then slowly back to dependency, is actually part of the circle of life. And that if we are blessed with long years, we will find ourselves eventually dependent on people again. In this case, it's, it could be our children. It could be AIDS, medical AIDS, or healthcare people. I've been seeing doctors recently, just taking care of some minor things, and I've been in a lot of doctors' offices, and I'm always struck by the number of older people who come in with somebody walking them in. Yeah. You know? I walking see that them too. in. Yep. And I always I look at the older person and I say, How long ago did that person who's now stooped over or now needs to hold on to his son or daughter to get into the office, who is now using a cane or this walker who's being pushed in a wheelchair. How long ago was that person moving about independently and thinking, I'm going to be this way forever? 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Maybe five years ago? Who knows? It could have been fairly recent. And now we find ourselves suddenly dependent, needing somebody else to help us. You can fight against that. 
you can say this is, you know, an adult must be independent. Or yeah. if you have no choice, you can do what Maury did and say, all right, if this is the way it's going to be, this is going to be the the last turn around the track, I'll embrace the dependency. Yep, I'll smile it. at the mm-hmm. fact that, uh, you know, my daughter has to help me into the office or my son has to help me up the steps just as I took care of them at some point and sort of fall backwards, almost like into a pool, you know, shut your eyes and fall backwards and just enjoy the fact that there are people who will help you. Hopefully lovingly they'll help you. And that that is a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that with my dad too. It's amazing how he went from fighting dependence. Like when he couldn't drive anymore, that was the hardest one. I think for a lot of older people, once they realize that they can't be mobile anymore that way, and he had to depend on somebody else to drive him everywhere, all the way to not being able to do his favorite things anymore, like, you know, bowling or playing golf or anything like that, to then completely depending on people to even get him into bed every day and get him out of bed every day. And like you said, wipe his butt. So it's it's really an interesting thing. But I did watch him completely accept it, you know, which was uh, an amazing, amazing turnaround. Yeah. And you didn't think he would, right? Mm-mm. No, no, because he was very headstrong. And like I said, even when he couldn't drive anymore, at first it was suggestions to him after he had like smashed the car twice, you know, like maybe you right. shouldn't be driving. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, that kind of thing. And then uh, then he went into, you know, finally one day he said, you know what? You're right. Let's sell the car. I'm done. And, mm-hmm. and I think that was the beginning of acceptance of dependence. So, you know, yeah. it's full circle. And, and yet, as Maury points out here in this last cut that we'll hear, it does not mean that you give up who you are. See, the dependence of the body... And the dependence on on physical things, which is where we begin, right? I'm cold. Mm -hmm. I need to be held. I'm hungry. I need to be fed. uh, I need to be lifted. uh, My diaper needs to be changed. You know, I I need to be helped walking because I can't do this on my own. All that is physical. Well, it comes full circle at the end, too. We come into this world needing people, needing to be held and comforted and caressed. And we leave this world needing people needing to be held and comforted and caressed. That's very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. symmetrical. What Maury would say to me is, what I don't understand is why in between the coming and the going, we don't accept that we need to be dependent on other people. We act like we're so independent and we don't need anybody else. But the fact is we always oh, yeah. need other people. And it yep. doesn't mean that you lose who you are. Listen, when I asked Maury about the idea of like, isn't this kind of weird that you're embracing your dependency? It was an odd idea for a guy like me, but this is the idea of the tension of opposites. I'm independent still in many ways. So what I want and I need, what I think, but when I'm dependent physically, I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm trying to enjoy it like a little child enjoys being taken care of. And that works pretty well. Hmm. Not all the time, but pretty well. Hmm. So that's another one of those reversals. Yeah. Turning around 
what the culture expects. The culture, as I said, we are a culture of independence. We are celebrating Independence Day coming up. That is the big, big national holiday. Independence, being independent. We want to be taking care of ourselves. But there is a way to be yourself. And still, if you have to rely on other people, it's still okay. And that doesn't just go for the end of life when you need somebody to lean on to walk. Just in general in life, to be able to be dependent on other people and say, you know what, I need help. I, I need this person to help me, I, you know, help me finish this or help me get this done. I can't all do it by myself. It's okay to be dependent on other people that way. You don't lose who you are. The culture may say if you're not independent, then you're not whole. But that's the culture. Yep. That's not tried true wisdom. And that's not written in stone. You can be dependent on other people and still be your own personal thinking, functioning, independently minded human being without being totally independent from other people. So don't fear dependence, even as we celebrate our independence. That's the message for today's program. So I hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. I'll be in Haiti with our uh, orphans at the Have Faith Haiti Mission. And uh, that, for me, is the greatest holiday that I can spend. So, although they don't uh, cele- don't celebrate Independence Day, obviously, July Fourth is just another July Fourth. Uh, but I'll be enjoying that, and then we'll be back, and I'll tell some tales from that in our next podcast or two. Uh, until we see you again, I remind you that WeTuesdayPeople.com is our website. You can check out all our previous shows and all the information, our chat rooms, our conversations. Thanks to Lisa Goich for uh, producing the show on what has been a tough week. And Lisa, all of our fans and people who listen to us, I know, send you their thoughts and condolences and and, yeah. and, and, and best considerations for uh, the loss of your dad at age 99. A beautiful ceremony that you had in the, uh, the night before the funeral and just his celebration. Thank what you. a remarkable man. Remarkable it was man. nice to see you too, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch and I saw each other in person for the first time in a really yeah. long time. Yeah. It was yeah. like, hey, and I even got to hug him. How about that? Yeah, we, I that immediately said, my producer, Lisa Goich, <laughs> my yes. friend and producer, Lisa Goich. And then I said, okay, I don't have to do that here. Uh, but yeah, yes, I know. So may the time that was nice. pass. And thank and you. Ease yeah. the, ease the thank grief you to of everybody. This. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody we, left we, such we, nice messages on our Tuesday People page. I just want to give a big thank you and shout out to everybody because, yeah. wow, lots of great messages, lots of lots of kind things. Well, he lives on in your which heart. Which I will now. answer. He lives on yeah. in your heart yeah. now, and that's uh, that's where our our loved ones go, and uh, you'll be able to remember all the great things there. So, thank you for sharing his story with us, and and uh, we're hoping that the grief fades and the the love takes over very quickly. Until we see you again, on behalf of Lisa Goich, I am Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People.